This is In the Know for Friday, September 16, the 259th day of 2022. There are 106 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. The Cougar Sports Report is in the offing today. Plus, we'll have a chance for you to win with the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. My beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You had a busy morning. I you've did. Been, you've been inside Clarkson School already this morning. Well, uh, yeah. Just through, just through the doorway. Into the foyer. Yeah. You had the they big, don't. They don't let you get very far. Got to, what poster project was yes. due today, uh-huh. and um, so did you learn a lot about bees and beekeeping uh, as part of yes. your first graders' uh, project? I did. Um, uh, Alay and I, we learned a lot. Yep. I, um, the photographs of her wearing, uh, well, there's, there she is with her poster, yes. as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and on the poster are the photographs that I was about to mention her in full beekeeping. Yes. I'll call it regalia. Yes. But she has, you know, the, the, she has the protective gear on and the gloves and mm-hmm. interacting with the bees. I, I mean, some people would just, you know, throw a poster to get poster together and be done with it. But uh-huh. she actually went and did research. Yes. And, uh, learned and we we went to see Aunt Debbie and Uncle Joe and they are beekeepers yeah. and they put her in the full beekeeping mm-hmm. outfit yep. and one of the best photos and I can send it to Sam if I need to but is a bee actually landed on her glove oh. but she was fully protected of course and she was smiling about it so yeah, yeah. we learned a lot well it seems that she even don't swat the bees don't right? swat so you, the bees you don't swat out the bees. She got to hold the honeycomb, so yeah. uh, all is good. Excellent. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every cor- corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Mayfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Al. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm feeling blessed today. I've had a windfall in the last 24 hours. So I've been, I have been meaning to tell you all, I've been playing this new Wendy's matching game. It's a Wendy's breakfast matching game, and I'm going to tell you all how to play later on in the show. But I didn't yes, know about this. Yeah, I, this is why. This is why. This is why I feel bad that I've failed to tell you all because you all are going to play. So you're pretty much saying that you're you're winning all of this time, so we can't play yet. So you're getting ahead and getting all the winnings, so you have no one to play against. I so. didn't want to sign you up for something that you mm-hmm. all were like, well, this is a waste of my time. But yesterday when I won free breakfast for a year from what? Wendy's, then I was like, Wait oh, I second. need to tell all of my friends about this. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. 
How, how does that how does that work? I, I'm curious. They wanted to know my mailing address, like my actual physical mailing address. Uh-huh. So now Are I'm, they ship now it I'm all curious. At one time? Do I have to eat it all at one time? Is Do it, I need to clean up the deep freeze? Maybe it's so. But apparently, is it just a bunch of baconators? Apparently, I just won breakfast for a year from Wendy's. Wow! And apparently, now, now is, is breakfast open to interpretation? Are they just going to give you a really big frosty? I don't. It, I, huh? Can they put some? Can I have a frosty with a side of eggs? Can I get the family size chili to go along with my eggs? Perhaps, but uh, so yeah, I was excited because I've been playing the match game. So you get like a, it's a big. I'll give you the website address in just a minute. But it's like a bingo card, and you just you tap different rows every day until eventually you win something. So you're going to win something, and I just happen to win breakfast for a year. Wow. So I don't so, know when the year starts. Now, now, does that mean that the entire building wins breakfast for a year? Is it so you're going to come in and share? I'm thinking he sent. Well, he, you had to give the address, right? I did give the address. So uh, I might get a bite of his sandwich. Well, I have a feeling it's just for I, him. I gave our home address in case it helps. All right. Well, dang. That means I can't snag it when it comes in here. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, who you, gets to the mailbox first? You can't intercept it. So anyway, I'll give you the address in just a few minutes so you all can play too because uh, you'll, you'll, I mean... If I can do it, you all can. You all can certainly do it. Warm and sunny weekend ahead. We're going to see highs will reach close to ninety degrees this weekend. We're going to see dry weather sticking around until early next week. I did see on Wednesday uh, our high on Wednesday mid nineties. The last day of summer, right on cue, ninety five degrees, and that's. Isn't that kind of the way that you'd kind of like it? Hey, I like the, it. If it's the last day of summer, let's just go out with a bang at 95 degrees. I prefer it be about 75, but that's just me. Well, just give it a week or so, mm-hmm. and then you'll have all of that that you want. Sunny and a high of 87 today, partly cloudy, 65 tonight. Mostly sunny tomorrow and a high of 89. And we are now just less than a week away from the beginning of fall, the autumnal season. And again, really good weather for Honeyfest. Yep, weekend, looking good for next week. Oh, yeah, we're in. We're in full Honeyfest mood now, uh, mo- uh, like mode, starting uh, starting early next week. The mourners continue to wait for hours. I think they finally had to close the line uh, in London for people who were trying to get in to pay their respects to the Queen. The, uh, the f- line yesterday stretched five miles. Gosh. <laughs> and it, I don't know how they stepped that off because they've got it queued mm-hmm. and back and forth. So it, it wasn't like, it wasn't a linear five miles, but it would, you would have walked five miles in the uh-huh. back and forth queue to get there. And, uh, I didn't know until yesterday the amount of security and the amount of, um, I I won't call them escorts, but people who are there just for people routing and they had porta potties, but then they had to then, right? So that, I mean, they got, Mm -hmm. then you've got to, what happens if you have to go to the bathroom? You can't take any liquid in. You can't, it's just a, it's a logistical nightmare. Think of five miles. That's longer from here to the high school. Like from us to high school, Absolutely. just to put things into perspective. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, and in their case, at least Google just told me 4.2 miles to the high school from eight, here. Eight kilometers, which sounds like even even more. The other big news of the day, and I just, uh, you know you know me, I don't really want to get bogged down on Fridays, but this idea of the Texas, uh, of, 
uh, Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis trying to force the the sanctuary cities into putting their money where their mouth is or the sanctuary states by loading up these migrants and saying, okay, well, you all want to help out with our border crisis, then here they are. So there's this there's this um, political hot potato, if you will, that's in play that everybody's trying to juggle around. And it will be interesting to see what happens with that. You know, you get people on the other side saying, oh, well, you're using these people as pawns. Okay, well, on the other side of the equation, you're saying, well, you're Florida and you're Arizona and you're Texas. You should just have to deal with the border problem. We're up here and we don't have to we don't have to worry with it. So the truth is and the practical thing is somewhere in the middle, but it took a it was a pretty bold move for them to do that. So we'll see how it plays out in the coming days. I'd say they'll get some credit and they'll get some blame uh, on and on both sides. An Irvington man who accidentally shot and killed a man he was deer hunting with has been sentenced to probation. A 48-year-old uh, Christopher Stone pled guilty Wednesday to reckless homicide, which is a Class D felony, was sentenced to five years in prison, which will be probated for five years. His murder trial began on Monday. Stone entered a guilty plea on Wednesday. This goes back to 2017. He was hunting with a 39-year-old Nicholas Ford of Brandenburg. And when um, Stone fired his rifle into an overgrown field surrounded by woods, the round struck Ford in the back. He was transported to a hospital where he was pronounced deceased. In May of 2018, Stone was indicted on a murder charge by a Brett County Grand Jury. So how you go from hunting to apparent hunting accident to murder charge to guilty plea is, uh, I'm not sure all the all the details in there but that's not a story that you hear it's not a story you hear every day like a hunting accident unless you're talking about dick cheney or you're watching the movie wedding crashers Hmm. (laughs) right it's uh, one of the more painful scenes in wedding crashers when they go out on their on their dove hunt or whatever they're whatever they're hunting. A woman is facing multiple felony charges, including attempted murder after trying to hit four children with an SUV and twice driving into a condominium. Yes, you heard that correctly. Wow. Yesterday afternoon, just before four, the Warren County Sheriff's Office responded to Rocky Court to a report of vehicle versus structure accident. But while they were on the way, they learned that the SUV that struck the complex had fled on uh, north on Louisville Road. They found that vehicle in a field on Louisville Road with occupants standing outside. The driver, 22-year-old uh, Jamelia Wilson of Bowling Green, got in the vehicle and fled from, um, got back in the vehicle, fled from deputies while coming close to striking several people at the scene, uh, fled south on Louisville Road before turning back onto Rocky Court, where the suspect intentionally drove into her own apartment complex with the vehicle coming to rest inside the living room. Authorities added that there was a firefighter checking a condo that was damaged in the initial incident, only feet away from where she struck the building. She fled on foot but was quickly captured. That's a wild story. Yes. Mercy. <laughs> Bowling Green. Bowling Green's been a weird place this week. Uh, odd odd stories. Of course, if you follow Joe Emo. Yeah, I know, right? It's always a weird place. <laughs> you just don't know. You just get it in 144 character bursts. You well, know, it's 280 now. The remember? weirdness. Yeah, that's right. You got a, he got that extra I've got little... mine set. I've got mine set in light format where I only get 144. Oh, so. Yeah, that's, no. that's not it, true. It's always, he gets, he gets something. Governor something Bashir announced yesterday that Kentucky has received federal approval to develop a nearly $70 million electric vehicle charging network as one of 35 states whose plans have been approved by the Federal Highway Administration.
administration. He noted the state has already attracted more than $9 billion of investments from electric vehicle battery makers and automotive suppliers. The plan was submitted to the U.S. Joint Office of Energy and Transportation in late July and has now been approved. Federal funding for the first two years of the program will be provided to the Transportation Cabinet over the next few months with $17 million in state matching funds approved by the General Assembly this year. A total of $87 million will be available for electric vehicle charging infrastructure over the next five years. Well, I hope this works better than Kentucky Wired. You remember what happened with it? Isn't that what that, inf- isn't that, what that bandwidth network was called? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it was that we spent all the money and time on. Um I mean, I I guess if we're going all in on making the batteries, then it's a reasonable to sell to the rest of the world. I guess it's reasonable to expect that we will be electric vehicle uh, centric because the products that we make, I presume, you know, will also be will also be using. There's a reason that for a long time, the vehicles that were made at Ford on Fern Valley Road were some of the most popular vehicles in this part of the state is because they were affordable. You had people, local people who were making them, etc. So it stands to reason Kentuckians are likely to be earlier adopters of some of these electrical electric vehicles if we're making some of the components that are in them. I think that's a reasonable assumption. There's a reason the Camry is very popular in Kentucky. It's because it's made in Georgetown, right? Mm-hmm. It just so so it stands to stands to reason that this would work. I still do I am still puzzled where we're going to get the juice to charge all these vehicles. Because if we already have grid troubles, like I don't I don't think we're sitting around with a bunch of extra juice going oh, I don't know what we're going to do with all this spare electricity that we have. So if we're all at home at night charging our cars, then what does that like what does that do to the power grid? So do we have to build new plants? Do we have to like do we have to expand the plants we have? I I don't know the answers to those things, but I will presume some of what <laughs> is earmarked into step establishing this network is to figure out those complex questions. And I mean, this is the future. This is the future. People don't want to admit it, but electric cars will be the future of this. It, it might, when is the future? Now that's, that's open to interpretation, but I think, you know, when Alea is starting to have kids, I think that it'll happen that, you know, it'll be almost all electric. I think it's a reasonable expectation that in the next five years, our household could have an electric vehicle, mm-hmm. but we won't have only electric vehicles. You know, like your your day to day driver, if you're out running your errands, if you're doing whatever, then you know that that can probably be practical. But I don't think I would want to be limited to only that because I think there are range issues with the technology, and I still maintain that this. Here's the problem with the power grid, or here's the problem with the charging grid as far as I'm concerned, is that eventually, like you say, Sam, we will be self-propelled going down the road. The exterior of our vehicle is likely to be a solar panel, which will be charging the vehicle as we go down the highway. Unfortunately, we're going to have to build this very expensive charging network between now and then that to use as a intermediate step to the fully autonomous range of solar power, I I, I presume. So, I, 
do you want to be in like there's the leading edge of technology and then I there's mean, the I, bleeding edge of technology and i'm not sure i don't think like you said you can call yourself the electric vehicle capital battery capital of the world i think is what mm-hmm. the term is and not have a charging system you, you're I gonna think it's it's this it's just not the smartest this afternoon when you get into southern ohio county when you go through there uh-huh. if you stop at the travel plaza no it's closed at least they were renovating it when we tried to come back from a game the other day. We were wanting to uh, – someone had to go to the restroom. I've and, not been there in a couple of days. I've not been down through there in a few weeks. Yeah, well, but, when we came back from the McLean County game, we were hoping to stop for a Coke and use the restroom. And uh, they had completely – which is crazy to me because it's not that old. You must have gone out of your way or you go to McLean County a different way than I do. No, the – on-ramp is closed going from Ohio County to 165. Okay, so that was the good. only way you had to go through Beaver Dam. Mm, that's where they get you. Yeah. Okay, so, um, but there is a charging station in that travel plaza. Uh-huh. I would be curious to know if you had nothing better to do, if you could just sit there and wait how long it would be for someone to connect to it. You know, I don't think I'm that bored, uh, especially because we have a two-hour and 20-minute tw- trip to Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, if you want, what we can do is you can get in the car with us, and we can drop you off there, and we can pick you up at about midnight tonight. You can count all the cars that drive by. I have a combustion engine that will get me to the Travel Plaza uh-huh. by myself if I need to do that. But thank you for your offer. Well, I mean, uh, it was... We're we're going right by it. Churchill Downs has agreed to buy Ellis Park in a cash deal. Churchill Downs Incorporated will buy Ellis Park for $79 million in cash. There are some contingencies that Ellis Park has to meet, but um, don't be surprised if you don't see some type of satellite. You know, these gaming parlors that are cropping up in various places. You mean the casinos? Like Bowling Green? Uh Trust me, there will be a satellite operation of Ellis Park in Owensboro forthwith. They just opened the one in Florence. They did. Turf, turf, well, it's, it's connected to Turfway Park. Is but, it called Gaming Y'all? Uh, no, it's Turfway Park Entertainment Center or something. Yeah. It just opened a couple weeks ago. In this first segment of the show, as people know, our audience knows, you always get the hardest-hitting news. And especially on Friday, you get the hardest-hitting news of the hardest-hitting news in the first segment. So let's get down to the real news of the day. The 2022 Toy Hall of Fame finalists are out. Does anyone disagree this is the most important information of the day? Yeah. So the National Toy Hall of Fame finalists for the year include Bingo. I mean. Was his name. It's it's a classic. Briar Horses. Oh, I had a cousin who collected those. They're actually expensive. Not sure I know what that is. Light Bright. Oh, big fan. Loved the Light Bright. Light Bright. Big fan. Light Bright is in the upper right-hand corner. I got to Google that. You have to Google Light Bright? Mm, That's that's I don't think I know what that is. Good, great. Oh, you could make some wonderful designs. I think I know what it is, but I want to see if I'm actually right. Oh, my. Uh, Catan. Some type Settlers of, of Catan. Board yeah. game Settlers of Catan. And Masters of the Universe. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I hear the, the uh-huh. shouting coming from... The games included Silver in Street. this year's field of finalists, okay. Bingo and Catan and the Settlers of Catan, as I mentioned, Phase 10. Which we were going to learn to play, but... I thought we were going to learn to play Backgammon. 
I packed uh, Phase 10. Oh, you did? So yeah. you thought we were going to learn to play Phase 10. I, I did not know. it. You okay. apparently weren't listening A rummy-style card game, apparently, is what that is. I don't even know how to play <laughs> rummy. Um, and Rack-O, a pattern-building card game, first introduced by Milton Bradley in 1956. Other of the toys are the Briar Horses, the Light Bright, the Master of the Universe, Nerf Toys, oh. Pinata, Pound Puppies. Oh, big fan of Pound Puppies. Spirograph. Remember oh, the yeah. Spirograph? <gasps> Listen, so, there's nerf, one nerf in the top to of the closet yeah. that is going to be gifted soon. Really? Mm-hmm. Somebody? Oh, no, I guess it's not Sam. No. So, or otherwise, you couldn't have mentioned that's his Christmas uh-huh. gift. No. So those are your Toy Hall of Fame nominee finalists for the year. Not just the nominees. Those are the finalists. I can tell Dennis Cook is so, very happy about the Masters of the Universe. I can't believe that you didn't know about Lightbright. I did. And Once I can't I believe it, that you cannot play Rummy. Nope. Once play. I Googled it, I know what Lightbright is. I've I, never used one. I don't know that I've ever seen one, but wow. I, I know what it is. I can play Rook. I can play Spades. I can Uno. Play, I can play Uno, but never learn Rummy for whatever reason. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Cooper Sports Report coming up here on In the Know. Now hiring drummers. Now hiring gamers. Now hiring DJs. We're McDonald's, and we're hiring people with a passion or special sauce for what they love. Our benefits include flexible hours, paid time off, tuition assistance, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at careers.mcdonalds.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Janine Lucas with Wilson Muir Bank. Our focus is on building communities, and in many of our markets, agriculture is at heart of those communities. We are proud to partner with local farmers and value your role in Kentucky and globally. Our commitment runs deep because we understand your passion for farming. Many of us are farmers ourselves. Whether farming is your pastime or your livelihood, invite us to your operation or stop by our offices and let us know how Wilson Muir Bank can help you grow. Together, we build community. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, or A crying baby is impossible to ignore, but a quiet baby can be easy to forget. Every year, dozens of children lose their lives because otherwise attentive adults forgot they were in the back seat. It only takes a moment for a car to heat up to dangerous levels, even on cooler days. So get in the habit of always looking in the back seat and use reminders to ensure baby is always with you. Where's baby? Look before you lock. Paid for by NHTSA. I grow corn and beans and I raise cattle. What I do is good for people, good for Kentucky. And what I don't do is good for the environment. I don't let fertilizer, chemicals, manure, or good farmland run off into the creek. And you know what? Turns out that also makes me more productive and more efficient. If you're a farmer, develop an ag water quality plan. It's never been easier. Go to eec.ky.gov slash agwater to find out how. Remember to stop by Wright Implement today and test drive a new 5 Series compact utility tractor and let us show you how you can save up to $5,000 on select models. Only $139 a month will get you a Z920M commercial zero-turn mower and the famous John Deere 3025E compact tractor, $229 a month, and save $250 on qualifying implements at Wright Implement, online at wrightimp.com. Offer ends 9-30-22. Some restrictions apply. See us for details. 
TikTok is coming to the Bay Area. New headquarters is planned for San Jose. Parent company ByteDance of China is subleasing space in two buildings across the street from the airport. Activision showing off its new Call of Duty game. Matt Mattinson has the details. During an event on Thursday, the developer unveiled Modern Warfare 2 as well as Warzone 2.0. The latter is a battle royale that can also be played on mobile devices. Modern Warfare 2 will drop October 28th, while Warzone 2.0 is available for consoles and PC November 16th. The mobile version is set to launch next year. Tesla has been hit with another lawsuit over its self-driving technology. A man from Sacramento, California has filed a proposed class action suit that claims Tesla misled the public about its autopilot technology. And Amazon developing a sequel series to the hit movie Blade Runner 2049. The series is titled Blade Runner 2099. It will be executive produced by Ridley Scott. He directed the original. Song, song of the South, sweet potato pie and shut my mouth. Collect Rocks Day. No, a lot of ladies like to collect rocks, but they're kind of limited mostly to the diamond variety. Uh, it's guacamole day today. Guacamole. It is Independence Day in Mexico. Some of you think Cinco de Mayo is Independence Day in Mexico, but it's not. Uh, tomorrow is Apple Dumpling Day. Tomorrow is Monte Cristo Day. You like a good Monte Cristo sandwich? Uh, I mean, that's, isn't that like with the jam? It can have, it, yeah, yeah. It can have. It's uh, basically Ham, French, French toast, sliced turkey, different oh. types of cheese. Mm. Um, basically, it's in, you can yeah, have not, a, a jam a on there. The sweet Sunday like, cheeseburger day, and after that. you have your cheeseburger, Rice crispy treat. How about I eat the cheeseburger and you can have the Monte Cristo? Okay, I'm not. I mean, I, I don't. I'm okay with Monte Cristo, but nothing says, "Oh, give me a big Monte Cristo, please," uh, and thank you. Football team, as you we mentioned in the opening segment, is headed off to Graves County tonight, so that means big, big, long road trip. But uh, Sam, are you ready to head down into Western Kentucky, where our our comrades down there they've uh, they've had a rough last twelve months since you've been down there? But hopefully, it's been two years. Yeah, because we haven't been there in two years. It feels like we go there every year, but this yeah. is. We didn't end up going last year for the but, first time. But back there to Graves County, which I've always called, you know, I've always kind of felt like they were our first cousins. They're our, they, they're similar size. They are, uh, they are our neighbor in the alphabet, in the uh-huh. alphabetical listing of counties. And so, um, but usually have good trips down there. Yeah. Yeah. So well, a little inside baseball for you. I have a little sheet that I have in front of me to track yard lines. And in my sheet, it has, I can put the team Behind, in front of it. So I usually put, you know, for Grayson County, it's GC. Yeah, I can't can't do that tonight. Now, it's not like I can even do like GRC, GRAC. So I have to GCHS. No, can't, can't, can't do, do anything. That. So I have to do nope. C and E, but it throws me off because it just it's different than what I'm used to. A but yeah, no, I, I actually, I mean, if you took the trip out. It's one of my favorite places to go. People are super, super nice down there. Uh, it's a really nice facility. If you've never been down there, it's it's a good place to watch a game. And I like my broadcast vantage point too. And that's just selfish reasons. That well, that, hey, that uh, gives you everybody likes to enjoy what they do. And if that makes you enjoy it a little bit more, then yeah, they got uh, the tilted windows, for the, which oh, you, would, you you wouldn't think. Is is good, but it, it really helps. Changes reflection angles uh-huh. a lot on it, doesn't it? It, it makes really, you feel like really you're helps. on top of the field. That's a good uh, good place to be. You know, we went forever without playing 
Graves County and basically anything because geographically they're so far away. But because of similarity in size and redistricting a few years ago, then all of a sudden we got into a situation where we were facing them a lot. While it feels like we've played them 20 times in 10 years, this is still what, sixth or seventh meeting? This is the seventh meeting. Cougars won the first one back in 2018. Is That was where Qdarius Jennings had the big game where he rushed for... 7,000 yards is what it felt like. And I think if you ask Graves County people, that's exactly what they would say as well. And the Cougars won that one 54 to 35, if my memory's right. But since that point, the Eagles have owned this series. They've won six straight, including a couple of those in the playoffs. And um, this Eagles team, though, not quite as good as they have been. They're still a really strong team. Uh, last week, they lost to Bullities 54 to 21. They have played a brutal schedule. Mayfield, Paducah, Tillman, McCracken County, and Bullities. All right, I want to come back to Graves County in just a moment. But I think going into coming out of Butler County, um, then heading into the the Graves County game uh, just you've got you've got enough of a sample on the season now where you're starting to see where some of the weaknesses are with the Cougars kind of where they're struggling they had a personnel change a couple of weeks ago which when you're a program our size sometimes you can't really you know afford you need you know all hand all hands on deck and so you can just tell the Cougar the Cougars are um, they're not having their what we would consider to be now their average season they're struggling in ways we haven't seen them struggle in a while. They've also played a, a tough schedule. I mean, you you look at it team wise, you're thinking, oh, Edmondson, McLean, you know, Butler. But I mean, Ed, uh, Butler and McLean are both undefeated, and Barron County has only lost one game. So I mean, your three losses are the teams are combined eleven and one. Okay. So, so, well, so read helps. into that what yeah. you want. That I mean, listen, it's not like Grayson County is going out there and and playing you know insert team that's not that great every single week right uh, like maybe some other schools in the area but we won't call out names on that gotcha uh, but the- but still so but still it's not been the year I mean you look at it the game against McLean County a couple of weeks go play here play there and and you're two and two and you're feeling a lot better sure uh, Barron County maybe that game isn't played at three in the morning and who knows maybe something different happens but yeah. i mean but that's football you when, know you, you those are the hands you've been dealt those are the cards you've been dealt so those are the hand, the hand you have to play when you look at it going into week five you see like you mentioned the mclean county which play here play here but it still in goes in the lost oh, yeah, 100 and then you see in the butler county game you go well i mean they, that wasn't even really close but it was because uh, it was 21 13 with about six minutes to go so it was closer than the final score appears and then when you look back at the last six meetings of graves county grayson county and those games haven't really been close mm-hmm. right there have been some blowouts what we would consider blowouts in there then it makes you wonder is like okay well you know what can we expect so the fact that you say maybe graves county isn't as good as they have been but the, i mean there's still the don't don't let me like don't let that come off as me saying that they're, they're still not a good. tough challenge tonight. oh 100 yeah. percent. i mean in, in grayson county in a lot of ways they're also fighting that road trip which has not been kind to them at all uh but the cougars last week i do want to make sure that we mention uh, Grayson Chaffins had his first career touchdown last week. Heard, you've met him once or twice, I know. I think yes. you know his dad, maybe. Mm-hmm. A little bit. So, yep. Something like that. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Uh, but for Graves County, Caden Gregory is the new starting quarterback. Uh, 43 of 80, 423 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Dennis Mars is the new running back. 59 carries, 314 yards, and three touchdowns. They're trying to replace a, their best running back in program history. So it's it's huge 
huge shoes for, for Mars to fill. And Cade Goatley is far and away Gregory's favorite target. 18 catches for 195 yards in all three of the receiving touchdowns. His older brother, if you've been watching these Grayson County, Graves County games, it was a stud, and he's now uh, playing at UK. You don't think his teammates call him Goat, do you? I I actually do think that that is his nickname. At least I think that was his older brother's nickname. I think I was doing some reading into his older brother on UK's website. And Maybe he's Mini Goat. It, little Goat? <laughs> Sounds like a rapper. <laughs> Something like that. All right, we'll circle back to football in just a moment, kind of button it up. But let's talk about some of the other uh, Cougar sports. Volleyball, what's going on with volleyball this week? I know uh, you had a, covered their game the other night. Yeah, they've been, uh, they lost to Meade County, Whitesville Trinity, Ohio County this week, but now they're finally healthy. They've been dealing with some injuries throughout, uh, throughout September, including to Emily Butler, who is their setter. And the way I was kind of describing it, and it might not be the most perfect example in the world, but a setter in volleyball is like your center in football. Is, you know, the job of the setter is to get the ball up to your outside hitters to try and have them to, to smack it down. And the center's job is to get the ball to the quarterback. Right. And as Kaylor and I were talking last week, is the, he thinks the center's the most important position on the field because without the center, he can't touch the ball as the quarterback. And I said, well, that's, that's, that's a really good point. And that's kind of the same thing And uh, with the setter. And they've been playing some younger setters, trying to get some experience. But Emily's a really, really good setter. So she's hopefully getting closer to healthy. And hopefully they can turn the corner next week because uh, they got a uh, big one on Tuesday at Butler County. By the way, um, changing... Just momentarily changing subject. Did you catch any of the UK U of L volleyball game the other night? I was following it on social media. I watched it. It, it was very interesting. Volleyball is a lot of fun to watch. Good volleyball. I mean, like the Lady Cougars host the district tournament here. Uh, just about a month. I think it might be a month from today. It is. Uh, if you have never gone to a volleyball game, it's a lot of fun. You should go out and try it. Lady Cougar soccer team on the pitch this week uh, lost to Meade County, and they have another loss this week. Warren Central, All right. a team from you know Bowling Green. Warren Central is always a really solid program. They have a game tonight at Breck County, five thirty. That is a big, big, big district game for the Lady Cougars. If they win that, they pretty much solidify themselves as the number two seed in the district tournament coming up here in a couple of weeks. What about the boys? Uh, they upset Barron County on Monday, one to nothing. Uh, they lost to Owensboro last night, and they get to travel up the road, up 65 to North Bullet tomorrow. It's 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. All right. What about the Cougar golf squad? They, uh, we actually got to go up on Monday. A little tease for what you get to look forward to maybe next week. Uh, and talk to the golf team. They were playing Ohio County on Monday. The, the Lady Cougars were. They, they fell in their match. But they're now turning their attention towards the regional tournament. As boys will play on Monday. Girls will play on Tuesday. They'll both be playing in Shepherdsville. Is that uh, they play in Heritage Hills? Heritage Hills, where they're yes. playing the regional at, which I've heard is a really nice course. Cross country. It was a big weekend last weekend for Peyton Nash. Yeah, he shattered Brett Crawford's record by, I mean, seven seconds. And in cross country, that's that's shattering. That's a long time. He just uh, so close to breaking under under sixteen, but uh, picked up the win there. Cougar boys, I think it was second overall, um, and they will be in the not a. I mean, I know you like cross-country names. Trinity Valkyrie Invitational at Tom Sawyer. Eh, it's it's not, not great. It's, it's going to be all about the theme music there, the Flight uh-huh. of the Valkyries. If, uh, if, Is it just going to play that for if I hear 35 that minutes straight? We, yeah, so if they play that while they're running, then then I could be I could redeem them for maybe not a tremendous well, ne- name. But. Next week... The, the varsity team is not, but just to prepare yourself, the varsity team is not going, but the middle school and the elementary is going to the hillbilly run. No, they are. Uh-huh. Hmm. Which, well, I know. 
You're they need very to take. For they need to take Marty Stewart's "Hillbilly Rock" song uh-huh. and just sing it. Hey, get the hillbilly run playing uh-huh. like see, that's what they. Okay, need to talk to me about their marketing. Cougar conversations preview. Did you just tease that a minute ago when you mentioned you were on the golf course? No, that's that's next that's week. Next week. Okay. This week we uh, we talked to the only NC State fan that we actually know. There is one. Apparently, okay. um, we we got to talk to to that person. So, kind of one of those things. If you know, you know. Because I don't know that we want to we want to tease any further than that. No, because then people won't tune in if they really if we do the full yeah. reveal. If you uh-huh. overplay your tease, it can be counterproductive. So, but we'll it's an extended say. extended conversation tonight about some events coming up in the next couple of weeks. Good. Uh, Louisville plays tonight. They are hosting a rested Florida State team in ACC action. So Florida came from behind to beat Central Florida and the Fighting Gus Malzons last week. Did you? What'd you make of that? No, I obviously was on air for down in Butler County, so I didn't didn't keep track of it. I thought I was following it because I have my Twitter up, and as I was seeing some tweets, I didn't ever see a score. But the way the tweets were looking, I thought Louisville was getting rolled. Well, they kind of were early and on; see, I, like they were they were not playing very well. I thought, oh, well, this is what we expected was going to happen, and then they just kind of hung in there and came back. Uh, the Toppers are headed to Bloomington tomorrow to face the uh, the Hoosier Daddies, and um, they'll place uh, IU. IU leads this series four to nothing. Uh, the Toppers are undefeated. The Hoosiers are undefeated. Um, the Toppers have a high octane offense again. They could. I mean, think they got a chance. Oh, anytime you roll the ball out there, you got a chance. I mean, they're zero and eight against Big Ten schools, but eventually they got to come up with one, right? Streaks are meant to be broken. That's true. Just like for the Cougars, streaks are meant to be broken. And what do you make of Youngstown State coming to Kroger Field tomorrow to face the Fighting Will Levises? Um. I don't really know anything about Youngstown State except for, you know, Jim Tressel. I got that connection. Bo Pelini was their coach, and their nickname's the Penguins. This is Vince Marrow. Well, Stoops, obviously, from Youngstown and, you know, very famous in Youngstown. But Stoops played college football at Iowa. Mm. Yes. But... Vince Marrow played football and basketball at mm-hmm. Youngstown State. So this is a paycheck game. This is Youngstown State uh, in the FCS cashing a big check. They're probably getting, what, a million dollars to come to Lexington tomorrow? I have no idea. Something like that. So it helps kind of boot. It, this will fund Youngstown State's athletic budget for quite some time uh, this season. So it will be a uh, – I'll be at the game tomorrow. It will be a good opportunity just to for the Cats to kind of keep – Get, continue to get dialed in, et cetera, for the next couple of weeks before heading down to uh, Oxford in two weeks. No predictions? I mean, they should. They should pick up the win. I, I hope mean, it's uh, not like a three-point game at halftime or something like it that. Might, and it might be. It, and, and then the second half, usually those are how those games. But, I mean, last year, Chattanooga gave them everything they wanted, and they would have had a pick six late in the game to win or something. Yeah. Escape. Escape the game tomorrow without injury will be uh, goal number one. So, locker Uh-oh. room show, what time tonight? It's like we, we mention and they come. <laughs> <laughs> locker room it's show like starts Beetle at 630 from, from Mayfield. All right. And then uh, we've got soccer next week. Uh, soccer on Monday. Yeah, it's senior night is Butler County makes a trip here. And uh, so senior night, I think, starts about 530 or There's something. Cougar Sports Report. Go Cougars. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got the water cooler question coming up here on In the Note. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC Litchfield Campus. The next eight-week advantage uh, by term will begin October 17th. 
So now is the time to get all that lined out, get your advisor in place, get your course schedule. Even if you even if you were not part of the current eight-week advantage by term, you can hop right in on this eight weeks. So non-traditional student, traditional student, no matter what, the new eight-week advantage course schedule starts October 17th. It's close to home. It's convenient. It's affordable. It's smaller class sizes, and it's college for the real world, ECTC Litchfield, where today's Did You Know says turtles and honeybees are both deaf. Did you know that? Um, I did know that about honeybees, actually. You, you, you did? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's been in our reading right. lately. Um, <laughs> turtles, I did not, which is interesting that I don't. Uh, yes. I'm a huge Terrapin fan. I knew that you liked, well, I I, I figured. So how do they train them for those races that happen in Caneyville then? That's, that's what I want to know. And But now we know why they don't get out of the road. Mm-hmm. Well, like they don't hear the cars coming. That's why when mm-hmm. they don't, they don't hop up and then run off the road when they hear mm-hmm. a car coming because turtles can't hear. Interesting, right? I mean, doesn't that make, I, doesn't I, that make I've sense? I've never seen it not be true. That's right. Here's today's water cooler question: If you've not won in the last thirty days, you're 18 years of age or older. You qualify to win. By texting your answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000, and uh, we will, uh, you can have your choice of theme park tickets, but don't we have some Wendy's breakfast to give away? I think, yeah, we've, we've we got do. some, yeah, we have some we? Wendy's breakfast items no. to give away. So we'll add that to your, uh, we'll add that to your, um, to your prize package if you win today. So you get uh, breakfast at Wendy's. I mean. It's not coming out of my pre-breakfast for a year that I want. Oh, I thought you were just sharing. This will be in addition to... Oh, I'm not carving out some of mine, especially because I don't know how much mine's going to be. By the way, yes. I went ahead and registered and did that. You did? Well, so it's not just per household. Oh, really? So yeah. you could also... If you used our home address, so did I. Okay. Look All right. at us. Very good. You need to be sharing sharing your, your deeds here. <laughs> Okay. Well, now we have everybody's interest peaked. Mm-hmm. I will give you the uh, URL, give you the website before the end of the show, so you also could win free breakfast for a year. Here's the water cooler question. A survey says 23 of 100 people have purchased this while under the influence. 23 mm-hmm. in 100 people have purchased this while under the influence. Uh, I presume they mean of alcohol. So, 23 in 100. It could be under the influence of many things. But 23 in 100 people have purchased this while under the influence. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Might uh, hook you up with some breakfast and with your... um, Is it specific? I mean... Sort of. Yes and, yes and no. I feel like I got a pretty good guess here. The weekend movie premieres are out. There are two movies. Hide my answers here. You might cheat off of me. Cheat. To be clear, you all are not winning the breakfast. The top one. You all don't win the breakfast or the tickets, so there's no incentive to cheat or to be defensive. Either way. I'll find the tickets. New at the theater, The Woman King. No idea. And see how they run. No idea. At least Viola Davis is someone I recognize in uh, The Woman King. I wonder if there's if there are mice in the other. And see how they run. Mm-hmm. 
maybe. Three blind mice? See how they run? Sure, absolutely. It could be. The Woman King also stars John Boyega, because I saw okay. I saw a piece he's on this the Star other Wars, day. right? Yes, yeah. He's, he, yeah. He, oh, sorry. The Star Wars. No, just just Star Wars. I, well, I'm sitting in this chair. I feel like I have to call it the Star Wars. Do you have, uh, do you have a picture of Jason Momoa? I do. Oh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa has a new tattoo. He shaved his head, so he shaved the size of his head. And Jason Momoa. Just give me the cue when you want it. Let's see it. He's 43 years old. No, he looks like a traffic sign. I mean, I know he's proud to be Hawaiian, and I kind of get that, but. I guess, and I guess he thinks he can grow his hair out and cover so, that up, but not on his neck, probably. So you're not getting that tattoo? I'm, I'm, I'm going to shy away from this one. This is the. Oh. I'm going to, I'm going to pass on this one. What, uh, what would Misty roll? <laughs> Listen, get her there, on the phone. There are so many females that think that he's like the hottest thing ever. I, yeah. I just, I'm not in that camp. You know, he's, I mean, he's, I, I, I like him fine as an actor and as a performer and I, but I don't, I guess if I were of the Polynesian culture, I might feel like it was more appropriate or normal to do this. I just can't, I just don't, I don't understand, but that what, that's what makes us different. That's what makes him mm-hmm. him. And that's what makes me, me. I did read this morning. You remember a couple of weeks ago when we told you that they're coming up with a, I don't, I hate to call it a reboot, but almost a revival of Ferris Bueller's day off, but it's going to be written about the guys who went joyriding in Cameron's dad's Ferrari mm-hmm. when they dropped it off to the valet yeah do you remember that yeah. story mm-hmm. yeah. and i thought well that's puzzling why would they do that like i've never sat around and wondered what happened what were those guys stories mm-hmm. but it does make a little more sense and here's why cobra kai is karate kid but the stories of the people that you don't know very much about from the karate kid story and I had no idea. I've seen Cobra Kai, and I think, well, I don't know what this is, but it's karate. It's in the Karate Kid sphere, but it's not just the retelling of Daniel San and all that. It's the it's wash basically on, wash off. it's it, wax, wax on wax on. Thank it's you, the pro, it's the antagonist story side of it. So this is similar. So the same people who did that are doing the Ferris Bueller revival. So that the, basically their shtick or their angle is to take stories that we don't know anything about from franchises that we recognize and expand on those. So now I'm a little more open to the idea or at least understanding the method to the madness, if you will. So it makes a little more sense. Roger Federer. Sam told me right before the show yesterday, and I didn't get to it. Roger Federer will retire. So within a stretch of a couple of weeks, we lose Serena and Federer, uh, two of the greatest, if not mm-hmm. uh, if not the greatest. Tom Brady, a report says Tom Brady and Giselle aren't currently living together. So another day, another Tom and Giselle story. And then I don't know where to put this information, but I... It's not really celebrity news. It's not really news news. But I've learned in the last day that Rami Hunt Revson is her name. She is the inventor of the scrunchie. 
Oh, dear. Wouldn't life be hard without scrunchies? I don't. I cannot even imagine. The lady who invented the scrunchie, Rami Hunt Revson, has gone on in at age 78. Oh, bless so her heart. There's a lady who left a big, right? Mm-hmm. Left a big impression yes. on uh, on the fact. <laughs> like, I, I don't need a scrunchie, but I know how important they are to the, mm-hmm. to the ladies I know. Absolutely. So rest in peace. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll figure out today's water cooler question. We'll have point to ponder chart toppers and and yes, I will tell you how you can win breakfast for a year coming up here on In the Note. MB's point to ponder for today. How many, what percentage of people regret naming their child what they named them? What percent? What percentage of people do you like, re- regret naming their child? Do you regret Taylor? Absolutely not. Um... Do you regret Anna? Absolutely not. I was going to say, I mean, um, I don't know. I don't, 18%. I don't, yeah, it's a good, that's a good question. I mean, I'm oh. pondering that. Well, reason because. Oh, sorry. I thought you knew the answer. No, well, there is a story, um, I think on TikTok, some of the moms there reveal their greatest baby name regrets. Uh, one said that she was glad that she didn't have kids when she was 16, 18, 22, or 25 because she wrote down a list of names that, were atrocious, like sublime <laughs> after the band. And then the other one was Bradley. But that you think, oh, well, Bradley Cooper. No, it was Bradley because the lead singer of sublime was named Bradley. Mm-hmm. So when you go through that season, you think <laughs> the things I like now when I'm 18, 22, 25, I will mm-hmm. like forever, such as tattoos and the like. And you say, what could go wrong? Uh, there are Same parents, though. Tattoos? What? <laughs> there are parents that figure out. These non-traditional spellings don't exactly work, like throwing a weird apostrophe in your kid's mm-hmm. name, Chloe, like K-H-L-O-E apostrophe E. That's mm-hmm. just going to be. And mm-hmm. then you got to be careful. Like one lady said, I, I realized that I have two kids. One is MLK and one is JFK. Whoops. And then one person I mean, said, not- I didn't realize, but now my addition, my daughter's initials are ASS. <laughs> <laughs> so that would look like an interesting, you know. You know, that's actually something I considered, though, when I was naming Anna. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't want her initials to be. B-A-D or something. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Another said she named her kids after the Friends sitcom characters. Listen, there are a bunch of Chandlers that are as a result of, mm-hmm. you know, as a bunch of re- as a result of that. So one lady said, I accidentally realized I named my kid Bill Clinton because it had been like William something Clinton. So as long as it wasn't <laughs> William Jefferson. And now this mom that you're seeing, this is a social media star. Her name is Trish Paytas, uh, named their daughter Malibu Barbie. Bless it. What, well, it what it's still better wrong? than Elon Musk's son, um, daughter. What was uh, Malibu yeah, the Barbie? Was a, was a pretty much a, a, a characters, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. Uh, Six eight seven one knew the correct answer was concert tickets. Oh, oh I was close. You were really concert close, tickets. Sam. Six eight seven one. Twenty three percent of people have purchased this while under the influence. Since, since I was close, does and that mean I was, get? One of the prizes. Concert tickets. Here, I will tell you how, Sam, you can get your own breakfast. Okay, I'm writing this down. Wendy'sBreakfastMatchingGame.com. Oh, wow. Wendy'sBreakfastMatchingGame.com. Just type that into the old, uh, into the old browser and then you'll be off on your own. And you potentially, I just also learned, I get 
I get basically 52 weeks worth of breakfast. That's my free breakfast for a year. Now, can I go 52 days in a row? I don't know. Hmm. Okay, if you just want to turn my mic off for the rest of the show, I... <laughs> it doesn't take that long. WendysBreakfastMatchingGame.com. Oh, okay. yeah, it's pretty simple and straightforward. Yep. Okay, Kentucky. You can do it from your phone if you want Grayson. to. Grayson. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, on television tonight, while Sam does that, I'll tell you what's on television tonight. It's the CBS Fall Preview on the CW. It's Dynasty Season 5 finale. On CMT Giants, Vince Gill. Tomorrow on A&E, it's the Cold Case Files. Celebrity Family Feud on ABC on Sunday. So, uh, But there'll be lots of uh, NFL football. There'll be lots of college football. And, of course, high school football tonight across the channels of K105 Digital yeah. Productions. Cougars at Eagles. Cougars at Eagles. And then you got the big Bengals Cowboys this weekend. Say hello to Jim Moore and Stephen Elder while you're in Graves County tonight, please. Uh, And Tara as well, not just Stephen. Say hello Mm -hmm. to to Baker. Am am I allowed to say hi to more people while I'm there or just them? Specifically, I need you to carry our well wishes to those those individuals that elders. we just mentioned. Okay. Everybody else, you can you can just say, trying, hey. I'm trying to figure out so, how to play this game. I'm not really. You just say, Mark says, hey. Tap in the center. Hey to Mark. Today's highlight in history, this date in 01, President George W. Bush, speaking on the South Lawn of the White House, said there was no question oh, that Osama bin Laden and his followers were the prime suspects in the September 11th attacks. Mexico began its revolt against Spanish rule this date in 1810. General Motors was founded this date in 1908. The Bob Newhart Show premiered on CBS this date in 1972. Birthdays today, actor Ed Begley Jr. is 73, David Bellamy is 72, Mickey Rourke is 70, David Copperfield is 66, Richard Marks is 59, Molly Shannon is 58, Mark Anthony is 54, Tamron Hall is 52, Amy Poehler is 51, Flo Rida is 43, Nick Jonas is 30. Hmm. All right. Gone but not forgotten, Jean-Claude Penet, the clothier, merchant. Do you know Jean-Claude Penet? You just, I just know that you wanted to say that name. He was born in 1875. You might know him as J.C. Penney. Oh, Jean-Claude. there we go. Jean-Claude Penney. I was trying to pull it out of my brain. Lauren but... Bacall was born in 1924. B.B. King was born in 1925. See if we can find a chart topper. Yeah, because I'm still singing blurred lines over here in my head. I got the blurred lines. And the song. The Browns were number one, 1959, with the three bells. Was for baby Jimmy Brown. And the little. It's number one on two different charts in 59. Wait for guidance from above. Lead us not into temptation. Is that going to be your earworm for the day? If I stop right now, do you think, or is it still going to be blurred lines? No, it's still blurred lines. Okay. Oh. Which I will definitely let's take over see that. if I can palate cleanse with some Merle Haggard. Mama tried. Wanted only rebel child. <laughs> see, for me, it's the Reba version. If this were going to get stuck, it would be the Reba version. Turn 31 in prison to a life without parole. All my Sunday I need to hear that. Part. The bad I kept do we? Turning I do. Till mama I didn't say you did. I said I did. Anymore. I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole. No one could steer me right. Shout out to mama. mama. Tried, I'm sorry, mama. Mama tried to raise me better. Mm. Mm. <laughs> sorry, Sam. That is a song. <laughs> 
Mr. Oh, Gale, 1977. Oh, that's who I was named after, actually. <laughs> Is her middle name Joy? The crystal no, Joy Gale? but the crystal came from that. Crystal Gale. Joy came from family. When are you going to grow your hair down to the floor? My uh, crystal gale. Well, it was down to my butt when I was probably in second or third grade. All right, well, halfway there. Right on my yacht. There you go. Let's I go know. to 1986. Huey Lewis in the news, number one. And stuck with you. You had some fun. Kiss from a rose, seal, number one oh. in 95. You played it 30 extra seconds of Merle Haggard and Ted Fass on that. My goodness. Maroon 5, She Will Be Loved, number one in 04. And Miley Cyrus, We Can't Stop, number one. Gosh, that's even better than the 30 extra seconds of Merle Haggard. Sam, the old people overruled. You don't need to be looking at Miley Cyrus in that video, Sam. It'll rock your brain. (laughs) It's better than some of her other music videos. We could be looking at Wrecking Ball. MB's Pearl Oh, yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Wrecking Ball's the one. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. uh, This is not taken from a Sheryl Crow song, but it reminds me of the Sheryl Crow song. Happiness is not having what you want. It's appreciating what you have. Happiness is not having what you want. It is appreciating what you have. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy and B, and now you're in the know.